0: Kitty said boldly, with your women's rights and such like, not like me who daren't say boo to a goose. You heard about that, did you, Kitty? Georgiana smiled. Well, I suppose that was one of the reasons for my making this journey. I'll be long dead before women get equality in England. But that is only partly the reason for leaving England to sail to the New World, she reflected. I do long for some excitement in my life, but it was Cousin May who made me take this drastic decision. She sighed. I was so heartily sick of her moaning and carping on about her husband who'd gone off and left her after such a short marriage. May never thought that I might become weary of her constant demands that we discuss the rights and wrongs of Edward and her marital situation— nor did she consider that I might have interests of my own. And, of course, I felt obliged to indulge her, as her father supports me. But not any more, she thought gleefully. I have my freedom, though my uncle has been generous towards me in funding this voyage. But I'll pay him back one day. I swear I will. I'll show him, and everyone else who said that I'm out of my senses, that I can stand on my own feet, even though I'm a mere woman who has never lifted a finger in her life. I want freedom and independence, Kitty, she said out loud. To change my life, if it is possible. Yes, ma'am, Kitty agreed. Then, glancing at her employer, said bashfully, We'll be all right, don't you worry. I'll look after you in that new country of America. Georgiana nodded. We'll look after each other, Kitty. Kitty went off to check their luggage, first putting one of her own shawls around the shoulders of Georgiana's travelling gown and jacket to save her catching a chill. Georgiana wanted to catch a last glimpse of the villages on the edge of the Humber banks places such as Paul, with its dilapidated medieval fort and shrimp boats, the strange sounding sunk island reclaimed from the riverbed, and the tongue of Spurn at the mouth of the Humber, which two years before had been breached by a great storm, changing its shape and making it almost an island. "'What will I do when I get to this new country?' she wondered. "'I've heard such wild rumours that some of it is untamed, with ferocious natives, but also that the cities of Philadelphia and Boston are well-established. New York is a fine city, so it is said, a melting pot of nationalities.' I should like that, to meet people from other cultures. Perhaps I could teach, she considered, English or French, or open a shop. How appalled Cousin May would be. At any rate, I must think of earning a living for the first time in my life. It was a sharp, cold morning, and she started to feel chilled in spite of the extra shawl, and returned to the cabin, where she found Kitty boiling a kettle on a small oil stove to make a drink. "'There'll be food in the salon at two o'clock, Miss Gregory,' Kitty said. "'I've been talking to some of the other passengers, them as have travelled this way before. There's about fifteen of us, all told. Some are businessmen, and they said that going to London by ship is better than by train. "'There's some bullocks on board,' she added. "'And a pack of dogs, they're all howling.' "'We'll have got our sea legs by time we arrive in London, I expect,' she continued, "'pouring boiling water onto tea leaves in a pot as she chatted. "'Proper sailors we'll be by then. "'Put that blanket round you, miss. "'You'll soon get warm,' Georgiana laughed. (laughs) "'I'm glad you came with me, Kitty. "'You'll cheer me up when I'm worrying whether I've made the right decision.' "'Well, look at it this way, miss.' "'Kitty poured tea into a cup, added milk and handed it to Georgiana.' What would you have gained by staying? You might have got married, but there's no guarantee you'd have been satisfied with that. And me neither, she added. There's been nobody that I fancied enough to tie myself to for life. Look at your cousin, Mrs. Edward Newmarch. She picked a wrong in there, if you'll pardon my impertinence. She blushed and stopped, conscious that in her chattering she had overstepped the mark. I suppose everyone has heard of that. Georgiana asked. Everyone downstairs? Oh, yes, miss. It's been gossip for weeks in kitchen. Our Mr. Newmarch had a mistress and wanted her to travel with him to America.